CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, Georgia Senator John Ossoff leads a congressional hearing on AI's impact on human rights. A COVID pandemic policy ends, leaving millions at risk of losing health care. And Savannah has finalized a list of potential names for its historic square. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. Georgia Senator John Ossoff is leading a congressional probe into the impact of artificial intelligence on human rights. GPB's Donna Lowry reports on yesterday's Senate hearing. Senator John Ossoff used an AI-generated voice to impersonate himself to draw attention to the technology. What does AI mean for freedom, safety, and opportunity? As chairman of the U.S. Senate Human Rights Subcommittee, Ossoff asked four witnesses to testify on AI, including Mother Jennifer DeStefano, the victim of a kidnapping extortion phone scam where her 13-year-old daughter's voice was artificially generated. It was her cries. It was her sobs. It was the way she spoke. I will never be able to shake that voice and the desperate cries for help out of my mind. Others spoke about how the revolutionary technology can be used to suppress human rights and freedoms globally. Ossoff wants Congress to consider laws governing AI as its use becomes more widespread and risks associated with the technology go up. Donna Lowry for GPB News. An annual report from the Annie E. Casey Foundation finds Georgia's child care workers are among the lowest paid in the nation. GPB's Ellen Eldridge has more. Caregivers here earn less money than 98% of professionals, leading to chronic shortages in the workforce. Roughly 7% of caregivers for preschool kids left the workforce in the first two years of the pandemic. Ariane Weldon is with the Georgia Family Connection Partnership. The annual pay for child care workers in 2021 $13.22 $13.22 an hour. Um, retail workers' hourly wages were $14, and customer service earned $17.75 an hour. Weldon says despite the low pay, child care is expensive. The average cost of daycare here exceeds that of tuition at Georgia's public universities. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, You'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on a fork in the road. I'm David Zelski, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org slash podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. Georgia animal shelters euthanized more than 16,000 animals last year, a 10% jump from 2021. Best Friends Animal Society released the numbers today. Catherine Wood of Macon-based Rock on Rescue says the past year has been especially hard for animal welfare organizations. If you look at a year ago, most of the shelters would tell you that rescues keep their euthanasia rates down. And now the rescues are full of dogs, so we can't keep up. She attributes the increases to post-COVID return-to-work policies and higher pet food costs and recommends spaying and neutering to reverse the numbers. Right now, many people are at risk of losing their health coverage. 
That's because earlier this year, a pandemic-driven policy that kept millions of people on Medicaid came to an end. But the risk of losing coverage can be minimized, GPB's Sophie Gratis explains. It's a Saturday in Byronville, about an hour south of Macon. At a festival downtown, Kristen Kiefer is talking to people about Medicaid. And the reason we're here today is to talk to everybody about Medicaid unwinding. About Medicaid unwinding? Medicaid unwinding, the process where everyone on Medicaid will have their eligibility checked for the first time in three years. That's almost three million people in Georgia. The state started this process on April 1st. That's news to Rosa Caldwell. Thank you for telling us. No. Rosa Caldwell knows several people on Medicaid. I know my husband. I need to hear. He's 69. Kiefer says she's here for people like Caldwell. We don't want anybody to miss their date because they didn't, you know, realize that it was coming. Because so far, there's been a lot of confusion. Kiefer is with the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network, a non-government nonprofit. State officials are relying on groups like that to get the word out and report back with feedback on outreach efforts, like official state ads on Facebook that tell people to stay covered. The ads are cute. There's a mascot, a peach with googly eyes named George A. Peach. Kiefer monitors the thousands of comments on these ads and reads things like, I've just seen this and I don't need know if I need to renew my Medicaid or not. I don't understand all of this. Let them contact you. This is a scammer. It looks legit, but it's fake. There are hardly any comments from public health officials to clear things up. The kind of lack of public information or confusion around this issue leads to like, uh, you know, well-meaning people kind of misinforming them and reply to their comments seeking help. Um, and it's just been kind of a, a challenge. So there was there was according a- to officials from the State Department that oversees Medicaid and peach care for kids. People going through the redetermination process are categorized into two different buckets. Bucket A are those individuals who are auto-renewed. The member doesn't have to do or take any action. That's Lynette Rhodes, the state's executive director for medical assistance plans, during a meeting in May. Bucket A people will stay on Medicaid until renewals next year. Bucket B are those individuals who cannot be auto-renewed. People in bucket B have missing information about their eligibility. These are the people who might accidentally lose coverage. The only way to know which bucket you're in and what you're supposed to do is to check the same online portal the state uses for most social services, called Georgia Gateway. Remember those unwinding ads on Facebook? They don't make that clear. Flyers from the state aren't clear enough either, says director of First Choice Primary Care, Catherine McLeod. I mean, this doesn't say get help. It just says, hey, something's happening. The state wants these flyers posted in healthcare settings like First Choice in Macon. But Outreach Director Felicia Cornelius says information on the flyer isn't patient-friendly enough. If you have a normal person that's reading this, I don't think it really still help them to be able to figure out, okay, what do I need to do? About a quarter of patients at First Choice are insured through Medicaid, McLeod says. So, of course, we're all concerned. Felicia Cornelius says the handful of patients she's helped renew their Medicaid coverage are homeless. And so she's asked state officials. How are our homeless population going to receive notices? Notices about their renewal dates. Cornelius says she hasn't seen a plan yet. Meanwhile, over 1,500 people already lost Medicaid coverage in May. It's possible many lost it without knowing why. For GPB News, I'm Sophie Gratis in Macon. 
This spring's cool weather and last winter's freeze is slowing mosquito development across the southeast. University of Georgia bug researcher Elmer Gray updated his mosquito forecast yesterday. He said that while the cold weather hasn't inhibited all of Georgia's 63 mosquito species, fortunately the ones that like it cool are not aggressive biters. He said that plenty of the pests are expected in coming weeks, with the first day of summer approaching June 21st. And he advises all the usual precautions, like eliminating standing water and using mosquito repellent. The city of Savannah has released a short list of names for a town square in the city's downtown historic district. GPB's Benjamin Payne reports. Fifteen applications submitted by the public met the city's criteria to rename the former Calhoun Square. John C. Calhoun's name was stripped by the city council last year since the former vice president from South Carolina strongly supported slavery and had no major ties to Savannah. But the 15 new options do have strong connections to the Hostess City of the South. In fact, one of the options is simply Hostess City of the South Square. But most of the names belong to historical figures, including Susie King Taylor, a black nurse who served alongside the Union during the Civil War, Mary Musgrove, a Native American who helped keep the peace during Savannah's colonial era, and John Casey, a doctor who treated yellow fever patients during the early 1800s. A full list of finalists can be found on the city of Savannah's website. Council members will vote on a new name for the town square later this year. For GPB News, I'm Benjamin Payne in Savannah. And this final note on state IDs introducing a digital component. The Georgia Department of Driver Services said yesterday the digital driver's license and ID has onboarded 150,000 users since the program launched last month. The digital driver's license and ID is optional and is currently only accepted at select TSA security checkpoints. And that is it for this edition of Georgia Today. If you want to learn more about these stories, visit gpb.org news. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And while you're subscribing to podcasts, may I recommend A Fork in the Road, a GPB podcast about food here in Georgia and those who grow, produce, and prepare it. A new episode just dropped in which we look at how cattle farmers ensure their cows will produce tender and tasty beef. A report from Augusta on A Fork in the Road podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. If you've got feedback for this podcast, we are all ears or eyes, as it were. Email us. The address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Peter Biello. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.